All right, guys. Market news. Number one on a list of 10 lawsuits filed against Binance, Block One, BitMEX, and other crypto-related companies. Yeah, so these are civil lawsuits, class action lawsuits, civil, not criminal, not brought on by the SEC or the CFTC or anybody uh, or any regulators or, or government for that matter. These are civil lawsuits brought by individuals in class action against these companies. So what does that mean? Well, that means a lot of people are pissed off because they probably lost money and they're trying to get some of that money back. Uh, what does it also mean? Well, in the U.S., the way the, the U.S. kind of legal system works, if, if it, when precedent is made by, the, by judges in these cases, it very well could lead to the SEC or some other regulator also pressing charges of a criminal nature. Could also be civil injunctions, et cetera, applied by these governments. So it's interesting to watch. It's kind of a first step in what could be a long road for some of these companies. Obviously, uh, some, some of the uh, mentioned companies, I think there's 16 all in all, already have litigation um, or grand juries pending against them in New York State. So this is just kind of adding fuel to the fire. Number two on a list of 10, institutional money flooded into Bitcoin before 7,000 rally data shows. I love how it's a 7,000 rally when previous to that, obviously, it was higher. And I think they're talking about when we when we recently just had our low of 3.7K USD, and now we jump back up towards seven. Um, I, don't, I don't want, I'm not even going to read this, right? Because I think it's, I think, I think the speculation, the level of speculation when people talk about institutional money flows into crypto is massive. Um, lots of speculation. And I don't, and, and some of the data points that they use eh, make a bit of sense. Most don't, uh, but some make a little bit of sense. Having said that, um, look, when an asset falls by 50% in like one candle, you better believe that some smart money is going to flow in and try to catch some type of wave back up. So yeah, uh, but who do you think was selling that caused the wave down in the, in the first part, in the first place? You think those were all retail guys? All these hodlers, all these retail guys that have been holding on since 20K, you think they think they sold on the way down? Right. I mean, the, the thing here is that everybody has the same data sets. Right. We all can see this this public information on on chain. Uh, it, it but you can interpret it different, just like we can all see the Bible or the Quran and read it. I guarantee you, though, we're all going to interpret it differently. Same thing here, all interpreted differently. What I would say is institutional money flooded. I guess you could define flooded. Were there institutional money in, in the in the pop back up from three point seven up towards uh, seven? Yeah, probably. Was it flooded? Was it a majority? Mm, I haven't seen any compelling data to tell me it was a majority or flooded, at least according to my definition of flooded, which means a lot. Um, but anyway, we will see. What it tells me is if there was a lot, what happened? Why has the rally fizzled? Was there just no more buying pressure going up towards and past seven? So what happens when the rally fizzles? Are they just holding that asset? or are they selling it back to take a profit and get some of the money back they lost on the fall down? Number three in a list of 10, BIS, that's the Bank of International Settlement, for those taking notes, calls for central bank digital currencies amid coronavirus pandemic. I love how coronavirus gets tied into every news story now. It's like, lemonade stand in Montgomery, Alabama closes. Corona. You know, like, I don't know. Actually, that was pretty, that's probably directly because of corona. You don't really sell a lot of lemonade during an epidemic, I guess. 
Maybe you do. Maybe lemonade cures uh, coronavirus. Maybe just because I said that now, Trump will come out in his daily briefing today and say everybody should drink lemonade. Should we make a test? I could tweet about it as well. Maybe he'll pick up the tweet. Um, having said that, look, so the Bank of International Settlement saying that, yeah, central bank digital currencies. Look, does this have anything to do with coronavirus? I mean, you can make the case that, you know, paper money, blah, 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 disease, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, because, you know, debit card, hardware wallet, no disease on those, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, come on, guys. Um, at the end of the day, they're needed, not so much because of coronavirus, but coronavirus shows us, one, it gives proves one point why they're desperately needed. And that's, look at, the, look at all this stimulus money that countries are throwing at economies and look how fucked the system is for delivering that money. I mean, the U.S. using the, the, the basically applying and trying to find information about from your last time you filed taxes and then trying to figure out how much money they're supposed to give you and then using the same means by which uh, they usually pay out tax refunds. You have other you have other countries. I just saw a story about New Jersey <laughs> that, that they're trying to find programmers for a 60 year old programming language uh, because the way that they plan to pay out uh, workmen's comp benefits or not workmen's comp, but something, some type of compensation right now, it, it's just overloading the system. I think, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, whatever, people are jobless or whatever. Um, you know, so it would definitely help solve those issues. That's for sure. So I think, yeah, indirectly Corona, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think it has anything to do with the virus itself. It's just the fact that they're starting to realize that, you know, the old systems that suck put under any pressure suck a little bit more than they suck normally um yeah number four on the list of 10 bitcoin garners new users as governments flood world with fiat well bitcoin probably garners new users on a daily basis anyway has it had more users well there's been spoken a lot about don't think that the the, the, the vast majority of normies out there are hearing uh, they're going to print 2.2 trillion worth of stimulus in the U.S. Germany is going to pump 800 billion uh, into businesses, blah blah. And then some normal person out there is going, oh, Bitcoin. No, it's just not happening, folks. It's not happening at all. People have other shit to worry about, like toilet paper, right? I mean, God, Christ, if you haven't hoarded toilet paper, you are screwed, right? Because it seems to be that's the only thing people are hoarding right now. And Purell. Uh, I mean, toilet paper with Purell. You are a king among kings, my friend. Um, but so, look, there are new people coming into Bitcoin for sure. There always are. Maybe there's slightly more coming in now. Maybe. Is there mass amounts of people flooding into Bitcoin because they now realize because of Corona that, you know, they just lost 40% of their savings, 60% of their portfolio. Uh, they have no job and somehow Bitcoin is going to save their lives? No, probably not. If they don't have money to eat, they don't have money to buy Bitcoin. Um, I think that, you know, the, the people that have money may be reallocating money to different sources and people are, you know, worried about hyperinflation. This is a whole other topic I could talk about for quite some time. Uh, but hyperinflation probably is not going to happen in the United States for many reasons. The U.S. dollar is much different than the German mark during World War II or than the Zimbabwe dollar in recent times or the Argentine peso. You're talking about a whole different animal. And most of those rules Fortunately or unfortunately, do not apply. Uh, but most people don't dig that deep. And if they don't have money for essentials and they're worried about their job security and their portfolios, they're not thinking about allocating things into a speculative asset. That's for sure. Number five in the list of 10, Germany's crypto custody law hits a snag. Startups can't get bank accounts. <laughs> Where have I heard this one before? Um, look, the word startup 
automatically makes you a risk, right? And under the fact that you're taking, you're, you're, you're storing uh, or you're dealing in, uh, well, I guess, I don't know who can't get the bank out there. I guess these are, we're probably talking about, um, actually, let me look at this one. Usually I don't like to look at articles because it slows me down and I actually have to read. I'm not saying reading's bad. Everybody should be reading. Uh-oh, are we frozen? I think we were frozen there for a second. We still frozen? Anybody can give me a not frozen? Eh, I guess we're not frozen. Okay, so I'm coming here. Germany's crypto custody law hits a snag. Startups can't open bank accounts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, more than 30 banks have reportedly expressed interest in Germany's new crypto custody license. Those firms may still have to put up with anti-crypto sediment. If you try to open a bank account for a company that is in this space, in the space, you are working with the institutional banking arm of the bank. Okay, we get calls from different crypto companies that go to the German market and get regulated. Most of them have this problem. All right, anyway, same problem everybody's seeing around the world. Look, uh, banks don't understand it yet for the most part, and if they do understand it, then they start to understand the fact that most of these companies deal in transactional. They're going to only give transactional income to the bank, meaning they're only doing. Uh, transactions of money in and out. The bank doesn't make a lot of money on that. They're not taking loans. They're not taking credit. They probably won't give them the credit in any way. Thus, they're not making money. And if they're holding money in a client trust accounts, they can't even give loans on the back of that money because they're not allowed to under the regulation. So they literally make no money. The compliance risk is outstandingly huge. Why? Because they're taking third-party assets and then forget it if they're virtual assets because the security issues there can also be huge or they think they are and thus the risk to them is large and they're not making any money. Why would they take you on as a client? That's not just Germany. That's everywhere. And unfortunately, until crypto companies can show banks that they can actually be profitable for the bank and there's a reason for them to, to actually partner with the crypto entities, this probably won't change. Moving on. Number six on a list of 10, Bitcoin naysayer Jamie Dimon praises $2 trillion stimulus while predicting great recession. I love how I don't even think this is really a, a, a crypto-related story, just in the fact that he's a Bitcoin naysayer. Of course, um, he was a Bitcoin naysayer. Then he became to say that. Then he said something about his daughter buying Bitcoin, and then you know he created his own uh, crypto asset. Um, so praising, look, I, to be honest, I, I hate to say it here, but you can praise the stimulus and say, well, they got something done, great. Um, but yeah, of course, there's going to be a recession, a fucking huge recession. Anybody that doesn't see the lasting economic effects that this is going to have, this lockdown. Now, you can you can watch CNN and BBC and 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 Al Jazeera. Well, maybe not Al Jazeera. They they might be a little more truthful to be honest about all this nonsense. But you can watch all these all these 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 cable news stations around the world or local news stations around the world and believe that every hospital is overrun with individuals and that the world's coming to an end. What I have to ask about that, and I know this is kind of getting off on a tangent here, but you know, don't people die every day anyway? I mean, out of the eight, almost eight billion people on the face of this earth, don't some people die every day? I mean, aren't there massive amounts of people dying every day? Aren't, you know, how is an, an additional 80K deaths and 2 million hospitalizations globally really affecting the healthcare system so badly? <laughs> I mean... How how shitty is that system, you know? I, I, anyway, that, that what I'm saying is is that people don't understand that these lockdowns. So maybe you're saving lives because honestly, you don't have the data to know if you're actually saving lives. And if you think you have the data, then you're you're ignorant to the fact that you don't understand data. We're missing the biggest portion of this data, which is 
how many people actually have corona that haven't died? We don't have those numbers because we don't have enough tests to test people. We don't have know how many people have antigens. We won't know for years. So we have this big un, un, unknown number that's sitting in, in, in our faces that we can't see. And we're making decisions based on that saying, well, it's better to lock down because people won't die, but we're going to screw the economy because we'd rather have people alive than have people you know, and out of work and destitute than you know, at work and maybe getting sick. And maybe they're right, but maybe they're wrong. What is definite is that the recession that comes out of this will be huge. It will be the biggest global recession anyone alive has ever seen, and possibly the biggest recession in modern times since we had money. Uh, and it's, gonna, it's going to be much bigger than any war. Imagine if this starts to create civil unrest and civil war in many countries. Imagine that those wars are basically caused by the, the effects of what we did for corona. Anyway, anyway, massive, fucking massive. That's what it will be. It will be massive. Number seven, global stablecoins could pose systemic risks to EU. Not really. Um, what poses a systemic risk to the EU is the EU itself. It, is a, it was a failed experiment from day one. And well, it's been shown that it's failing. And eventually it probably will fail. Will that mean the euro fails? Mm, fails, maybe. Does it go away? Probably not. Do, you know, at some point, I think some countries are going to stop wanting to flip the bill for everybody else. Um, that's going to, and I'm not saying that happens now, but we're putting a big stress test on the euro uh, right now during this uh, during this pandemic. Global stablecoins. Look, if we had um, something like a Facebook that has you know two billion users, which they don't have, but let's assume they really have two billion users that all started using one particular type of currency, sure, it can cause systemic risks not just for the EU and the Euro, but also for USD and the dollar and the pound and everybody else. But those things haven't happened yet. Will they happen? I don't know. Something like Tether doesn't really have a, a systemic risk to the EU. That is what, This is one of the reasons why central bank issued digital currencies will happen, and they'll happen probably rather quicker than later now, mainly because they're starting to see, one, the benefits, and if they don't do it first, the risks and while you may believe that having private money is a great thing, um, private money can ruin public institution. Uh, and if it does, then that's going to ruin a lot of the things in your daily life. So uh, central bank issued currencies are important. We can't just change the way our whole uh, you know, ecosystems work. Our entire macroeconomic uh, machine can't change overnight. Um, so you know, we have to go there gradually. And central bank issued currencies are the next step. Number eight in the list, 10, 14 million Bitcoin fund gets listed on Tokyo, Toronto, sorry, stock exchange. Yeah, it's a close end fund. Who cares? Uh, number nine on the list, I, who fucking cares? I'm sorry, I forgot. I haven't said that one in a while. Number nine on the list of 10, internet voting is not secure and blockchain won't help warn scientific body. Yeah, I would pretty much probably say they're, they're, they're right with that. At least um, internet voting is definitely not secure. Blockchain, all right, it can make it immutable, but one of the major reasons why 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 it can make the results immutable, which would solve some certain things, hanging chads, anybody remembers that bullshit from 2000 in the US election. Um, and if you don't, just, just Google hanging chad. I know it sounds like, it kind of sounds like a really bad gay porno film from like 1973. Um, uh, but, uh, this is not child friendly this week, unfortunately. That's yeah, blame Corona, you know, hashtag blame Corona. Um, 
anyway, one one of the things that be, that that it, that it definitely helps with would be that would be you know miscounting uh, people votes being changed, votes being lost for sure. But garbage in, garbage out, guys. And blockchain doesn't solve that. Meaning, if you get fake votes in, they just become immutable fake votes. That doesn't help anything. Uh, number 10 on the list of 10, Telegram's fight against SEC will help push cryptocurrency legislation. Yeah, I've said this a billion times. In the US, the way laws work is this. Nobody does shit. Then there's a, then there's a case. The case is, is, is basically put down by a judge. The judge makes a precedent. The, the legislators use that precedent to create a law, and then the regulators enforce it. So this is 100% accurate. It's kind of a no-shit Sherlock comment, though, uh, because, um, yeah, been there, done that, said that. Have a T-shirt uh, with the logo with with the slogan on it. Wore it like in 1983, the first time I said it. Uh, so you know, again, kind of who fucking cares? But yes, Telegram and every other case, including those civil cases we talked about, number one on the list of ten, uh, will also lead um, to more legislation. That's for sure. It doesn't mean it's going to be good legislation or legislation that anybody likes, but it will lead to it. That's for sure. Um, we'll be back next week, as long as even with Corona, I would be here. Um, so don't worry about that. I might be on a ventilator, but that might even make it more funny. Maybe. Anyway, guys, cheers. See you next week.